Good evening. Turn into your Bibles with me to Luke chapter 23, verse 27. And there followed him a great company of people and of women, which also bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus turning unto them said, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming in which they shall say, Blessed are the brethren and the wombs that never bear and the paps which never gave suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, unto the hills, cover us. For they do these things in a green tree, what shall be done in the dry? And there were also to their, I'm sorry, and there were also two other malefactors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself. If he be Christ, the chosen of God. And the soldiers also mocked him, coming um, come to him and offering, offering him vinegar and saying, if thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on, on him saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same Condemnation, and we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, this is amazing to me. This, this this true biblical historical fact that you saved one of the male factors. And this is just fascinating. I, I pray that you teach us all in the short amount of time that we have. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. I was a little bit dramatic with uh, reading this because I would imagine being crucified and having nails uh, nailed into your hands and feet on the cross and, and, and being beaten. Your voice wouldn't sound uh Ju uh, jubilant or or, uh, or energized, you're going to be tired and in great because of great travail. But in this passage of scripture, what happened was Jesus was led was sentenced to death by Pontius Pilate. It says in verse twenty nine, and Pilate gave sentence that he should be as they as uh, um uh, I lost my place, and they. And they were instant with loud... Let me go back where I was. Oh yeah, here it is. 24. And Pilate gave sentence that it shall be as they... As the chief priest prevailed. And Pilate gave sentence that it shall be as they required. So the people... The Jews said, crucify Jesus, crucify Jesus, crucify him. So Pilate gave the people what they wanted. And and and, uh, and uh, led him... And they led him by the way. Can you imagine that? I, I will say that... Jesus is possi possibly bounded by, by his hands as they led him 
maybe I'm just visualizing it as the soldiers led Jesus to Calvary with his hands tied, getting ready to crucify him. And, and, and there were two other malefactors that were heading to their same fate. Now, the word malefactor means a criminal. These men were sentenced to death due to a crime that they have committed. I don't know what crime they committed, but let's say these weren't good people. They committed crimes and one of them, the one that got saved, admitted that they deserve uh, their death sentence. So it could be that there are murderers, but no doubt they did something, which is why they did something to cause them to be sentenced to death. So they're leading Jesus to be crucified and leading these two malefactors or criminals to their death. And now they crucified Jesus along with these two other malefactors. Jesus at, at this time was already beaten. He, his visage was marred like any other man. He didn't even look like a human being anymore because they beat him. They whipped him. They, they marred him. They tore his skin to pieces. He was bloodied. And, and with the, you know, being 100% God. And at this point here, 100% human, he, you know, his strength, he was famished. His strength was leaving him and he had to walk all the way to uh, the sacrifice, if you will, because that's why Jesus came here. He was he came here to be sacrificed on the cross for our sins. So so, so they nailed him to the cross. They crucified him on the cross with the two, along with the other two malefactors, one on the left and one on the right. And in verse and in verse uh uh, 20, uh, 39, and one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him. Okay? Excuse me. Uh, railed on him. I mean, no doubt, mocking God. I mean, this guy was you're a hater. Give me one second. This guy, this guy was a hater. I mean, I mean, he hated the Lord all the way uh, to his uh, death sentence. Let's look up the word rail real quick. So you can get a sense. I mean, these guys were beaten, possibly. They're getting ready, ready to die. And much like people today, they're, they, even though they know that they're about to drop dead, right? They're, they still hate the Lord. They, they, they don't take the time to get saved. They don't take the time to call upon the name of the Lord to be saved. They're rather, like in the movies, Give me a cigarette. Give me a shot of whiskey. And they're wasting all that time. They drink it. They sip it. Thank you. And then they die and go to hell. I mean, that's just a waste of time. If if I didn't, you know, I would imagine if I was in their shoes, I wanted to, I want to make sure that I'm going to heaven. You know, I'm over there. Give me a chaplain, you know. And, and here comes a, a preacher in there. Says, hey, okay, Darren, you're about to drop dead. Here's how you get saved, you know. M most people will do that. And some people, they're so hardened, you know, and reprobate. They still don't want to get saved. Here's what the word railed means in, in verse 39 of Luke 23. It says uh, to speak impiously, blaspheme, defame, rail or revile, to speak reproachfully. You know, when you when someone's in reproach, it's it's basically making them look bad and and, and uh, unwanted. Rail, revile. Uh, so basically he was blaspheming God. It says and. and uh where is it? Third night. And one of the male factors which were hanged railed on them saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. Sarcastic. Just like a lot of people. Like this um, 
this guy on the Discovery Channel, I can't remember his name. You know, if if God really exists, why do all these bad things happen? You know, with his afro. Uh, you know, God is amazing. He gave us free choice. Most of what you see in the world today when it comes to wicked violence, it's because man was given a free choice. And because they took that free choice, they plunged the world into sin because they're sinners. Okay, but that's for another story. But the other... Answering, rebuked him and saying, Dost not thou fear God? Wow. So the other malefactor, I mean, imagine this, guys. Jesus Christ is in the middle. I already mentioned it. He was beaten, bloodied. He's about to die, right? And this other idiot, this other malefactor, he's mocking God. He said, look at you. Look at this. If you, Why don't you save thyself and us? He said, why don't you save yourself and us? He doesn't believe that that Jesus is God and that Jesus can save. That's that's a that, that's a very interesting statement. He doesn't believe that Jesus can save. See, the thing is, Jesus does save. Jesus said that so that you can know that I have power to heal and forgive sins. He, he said that he can heal and forgive people's sins. He has power on earth to forgive sins. But the other answering rebuked him. He's like, hey, man, shut up. Saying, those not thou fear God. He's calling Jesus Christ God. Seeing thou art in the same condemnation. And we and we did justly. He's admitting his sin. He knows he's a sinner. But yet, he, even though he sees bloodied, a, a bloodied Jesus Christ. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. He looks at him and yet has faith and rebukes the other guy. That is extraordinary to me, guys. Uh, you know. We, you know, sometimes in life we read the Bible so much, and then as we get older, as we as we become older saints, we start to read verses and appreciate them more. Guys, let me be transparent with you. I I I just find it very fascinating that while Jesus was hanging on the cross with the malefactors, that this man looked at Jesus Christ and said, "You know what? This is the Savior. This is God." I'm going to believe that he can take me to heaven. I'm going to give it a shot. And then he asked Jesus, save me. Uh, remember me when you're in your, in your kingdom. And he has that. He believes. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Even, even though he's about to die and he knows that Jesus is about to die. He believes that that Jesus is God and is going to take him to heaven. Because he asked for it. Guys. I want to preach a, 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 a message. Why did Jesus save him? Why did Jesus save him? Why was it possible for Jesus Christ on the cross leading into his sacrifice to save this malefactor? This malefactor said that he deserves the death penalty. He did something wrong. That means he spent the latter days of his life committing crime. He wasn't a good person. He was a bad person. He was a thug. He was a criminal. He did bad things. And yet, Jesus still saved him. He, this malefactor didn't have enough time to redeem himself. He didn't have time to, as they say, I need to make sure my good deeds, uh, good deeds outweighs my bad deeds. He didn't have time to do any of that stuff. He didn't have time to pay his uh, the people he troubled and robbed and thieved. He didn't have time to be uh, good. 
to get himself saved. What does that mean? Well, good works doesn't get you to heaven. And yet, Jesus looked at this man, and this is what he says. Um, where, where am I? It took him, lit him. I'm, I'm in the wrong place. Hold on. Here we go. I think the wind blew my pages. And, and, and he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. He's saying, please take me to heaven with you. And Jesus said unto him, verily. Now, verily means truly. I say unto thee, he's looking at him and, and he's saying thee, that means you, today. He's going to drop dead. Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And Jesus saved him right there immediately. And then when that malefactor died, he woke up. And at that time, paradise, because Jesus needed to get them out of paradise and get them into heaven. But later on, he's in heaven. And he said, you will be, um, you shall be saved. You, you, you. It's inclusive, right? The other, the other malefactor that was railing on Jesus, no doubt he went to hell because he did not believe that Jesus was God and that he could take him to heaven. All right, so why did Jesus save him? Point number one, the criminal believed Jesus is God. You look at Luke 23, verse 40, it says, Those not, um, but the other answering rebuked him, saying, He's defending his master. Those not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation, basically a condemnation sentence. He believed that Jesus is God. That is mind blowing to me. He, he looks at Jesus and he says, You know what? That's God. That's God's son. That's God in the flesh. Nah, don't talk bad about my God. That's God himself. He, his faith. I mean, despite Jesus looking marred, no, no one else believed that was God. They thought he was just another man uh, being sentenced to death. But this man, the malefactor, knew that that Jesus Christ, that precious Lord, our precious Lord and Savior, was God in the flesh. Guys, I don't know how to express my amazement and tenderness towards that man's belief, uh, that malefactor. He's going to be one of the, one of the first people I want to meet and talk to in heaven. Right? He believed that he's God. In John chapter 8, verse 24, it says, uh, here's Jesus talking. I said, therefore, unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For if you believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins your sins if you don't believe that jesus is god you're gonna die in your sins and that's what the other male factor did in 39 he said if thou be the christ the christ the messiah the promised one see he does even believe that jesus is the messiah just like so many of the jews out there that don't believe that jesus christ is the messiah he said save that self and us he's sarcastic with him now because that guy didn't believe that jesus is god he is in hell right now and it's been burning there for over 2,000 plus years. Okay. Point number two. The criminal asked Jesus to save him. Luke 23 verse 42. It says there. And he said unto Jesus. Now, now let me look. Read 41. So he knows that he's a sinner. We know that the Bible says for the wages of sin is death. Right. 
the payment for your sin is eternal punishment in hell. But the gift of God, wait, wait, hold on. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of, hey, what's the rest of the verse? Hold on. For, uh, for the wages of sin is death. But, but uh, man, I forgot the verse. Hold on. I'll look it up. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All right. Sometimes my brain, it gives that on me. But anyway, and we indeed justly for we receive the due reward of our deeds. He knows he's going to, you know, he knows he's a sinner in need of saving. Okay. And, and then in verse 42, he asks Jesus to save him. Look at 42. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, he's calling him. He's calling Jesus Lord because he is Lord. And one day every knee shall bow and confess that Jesus is Lord. Even the devil. Remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. So not only does he know that Jesus is God, he says when he said that, "Dost not thou fear God?" Admitting that Jesus is God, but now he's now that he believes that he's asking Jesus to save him. He says, and he said unto Jesus, "Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom." Guys, this guy spent the, to the latter end of his life committing crimes, right? And now he's like, you know what? I'm a bad dude. I need to get saved. Jesus, save me. So point number two, the criminal asks Jesus to save him. In Romans 10, 13, the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, that whosoever means anyone, right? It, it could mean a murderer, a criminal like this guy, right? A bad person. Or it could be a person that never did a crime. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And the instantaneous salvation took place here. He said, Lord. Okay? He's calling him Lord. Romans 10, 13 also has the name Lord in that verse. He's saying, Lord, save me. I don't care who's listening to this program I, it doesn't matter what type of past you have. It doesn't matter what type of skeletons you have in your closet. Jesus Christ is willing to save you as long as if you believe that Jesus can save you, that he's God. All you have to do is ask. That's what Romans 10, 13 means. And we see it in action in Luke 23. A criminal asking Jesus to save him. I remember when I used to train a, a lot. I was with my coach and he just experienced the death of a loved one. It was Coach Roach. Uh, I believe, I think his nephew was uh, Lamont Roach. I have to go look that up. A professional boxer. And he he was upset after he died and he was in the gym with me and he said, Darian, how come people like that, good people like that die? Right? And, and, and uh, he said, what about Hitler and all of them? You know, we got to the conversation of God saving anyone if they're willing to be saved and if they call on Jesus. And he, he got upset. Uh, again, he's emotional. He was talking in emotion. And I understand that. He said, Hitler, you meant to tell me that God can save, that God would have saved Hitler if Hitler asked to be saved? And I said, yeah. Man, blankety blank this and that. Man, he should go to hell and burn down there. Right. And, and, and I tried to explain to him that, you know, Jesus is not willing that any shall perish, but that all come to repentance. If Hitler. On his deathbed said, Lord, well, he didn't really die in a bed. He shot himself in the head. But if Hitler said, Lord, please save me, 
I know I'm a sinner and I need to be saved. And he asked Jesus to save him. Jesus would have saved him. Okay. So that, that's what I'm explaining here. Jesus Christ is willing. That's why he died on the cross. He died on, air, on the cross for everyone's sins. Past, future, and present. When Jesus died on the cross for our sins, when he took the equivalent of hell upon himself on that cross, he was doing it for people like Hitler, Mose Dung, Saddam Hussein, men like that, everyone sinned. He was thinking about me and you on that cross. And he wants you to call on him to be saved. The criminal asked Jesus to save him. He said, this is so touching, guys. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest in to thy kingdom. Amen. And uh, Jesus saved him. Point number three and last. Jesus, Jesus accepted the criminal's faith. By the way, guys, do you know what Jesus' name means? It means Savior. The anointed Savior. Jesus will save anyone. Jesus accepted the criminal's faith. All right. He saved them because of his faith. Uh, let's look at 20, uh, 43. It says there, and Jesus said unto him, verily I say unto thee, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Guys, do you realize that if, if that male factor didn't actually use to save him, that he, along with the other male factor, they'll be in hell today. Do you realize how how simple it is to get saved? Jesus did all the hard work so he can make salvation for us easy. He believed and then he called. The male factor believed and he called. And because of that, Jesus saved him. John chapter 6 verse 37 says, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. That's exactly what happened here in Luke 23. And and him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. You don't have to be a good person. You don't have to do, do some strange deed to get saved. If you come to the presence of Jesus Christ through the, the audible sound of your voice, or even if in your mind, in, in my opinion, because, you know, some people, you know, they something happens to their mouth and, you know, they can't talk and, and ask Jesus to save you. He will save you. Will you do that? Do, you know, for some of you, you guys think that you're so bad that you don't want to, that you, that, I remember I was talking to one guy, he's a coach, wrestling coach, and, and he said, man, I hope I could get saved. You know, I tried to be a good person and, and, and he thinks that being a good person is what gets you saved. No, it doesn't. In Ephesians chapter two, verses eight to nine, it says, look at this now. I'm going to quote it. Man, I forgot the verse already. Hold on one second. Ephesians chapter two, verses eight to nine. For by grace are ye saved. That means ye is you all. For by grace are ye saved through faith in that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. That uh, It is a gift of God. That, that uh, Okay, hold on. <laughs> we read it. For by grace are ye saved through faith in that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. Not that, you know what? I'm about to mess this verse up. I'm so tired right now. Let me go to Ephesians chapter two, verses eight to nine. I used to have that memorized uh, by heart. It happens to the best of us, my brethren. All right, so let's see. Da, 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 let's see. Two verses eight through nine. It says, "For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. You can't save yourselves, guys. That male factor didn't even have time to save himself. He's he's up there about to get um, executed. It is the gift of God, not of works, 
lest any man should boast. Now look at that now. For by grace are you saved through faith. So he got saved because he believed in Jesus. He believed. Faith is believing. So why did Jesus save the malefactor? Well, this is why. He, he believed that Jesus can save him. And he, and he asked Jesus to save him. If you're willing to do that, Jesus will save you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this uh, this message. Lord, I hope it's, uh, you know, God, all, all I did here was just repeat your word and your Bible. And, and, and now we leave it to you to do the rest, oh God. Please use your words that was explained on this program to save somebody. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.